This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. A new powerful and poignant exhibition is coming to the Johannesburg Holocaust Center. It is called Through the Lens of My Camera, Portraits of Holocaust Survivors, and it includes photographs of 29 Johannesburg-based Holocaust survivors. The exhibition opens on the 4th of June and runs until the 29th of September. Julian Pockroy, the photographer of the exhibition, joins me now to share the history and motivation behind it. Julian is a Pretoria-based immigration attorney and a professional photographer. Julian, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Hi there, Cherise. Very much for having me on your show and good day to your listeners. It's always nice to have a hometown boy join me on the show, Julian. So we're very pleased to have you. Um, Julian, what were you hoping to capture in your exhibition? What I was hoping to capture, and I think I, I did capture, is the fact that perhaps just a little bit of history. I, I am the grandson of Lithuanian refugees who came to South Africa to escape what eventually became the horrors of the Holocaust. And I have a very inquiring mind, as you know, and as a very young boy, I started questioning my grandmothers about why they had left Lithuania uh, why they had come here, and there was a reluctance to discuss this with me. And I started finding out that it wasn't just me. I knew people who had been in the Holocaust, had survived, uh, whose children I knew, and who didn't want to talk about it. And having an inquiring mind, I decided that what I had to do was start investigating. And as I grew a little bit older, I started doing archival searches and I asked questions wherever I went, and I found out something very interesting, is, which is what spurred me on to do this. And that is that I discovered that my grandmother, my maternal grand, sorry, my paternal grandmother's family, to the best of our knowledge, had been, had died in the Holocaust, had gone to the gas chambers, or had been victims of the most horrific massacre. And we had assumed that none of them had survived. And with social media and the Internet not being in play at the time, um, it was very difficult to establish whether they had survived. And through a chance meeting with Sally Nate, who is the director of the Holocaust and Genocide Center, I got introduced to a Lithuanian uh, professor who was giving talks here in South Africa about Lithuania and the Holocaust, and he actually tracked down my dad's first cousin had, and that she had survived in Lithuania. Sadly, by the time I found this out, she had already passed away. And this made me start thinking, you know, there are people who survived that are in South Africa. They're not talking effectively about their experiences. I have to do something to preserve their memory one day because they are aged, most of them, and unfortunately, since I started this project, so many of them have sadly passed away. So the only way I could really express myself was to, to photograph them and, and to ensure that there was a living pictorial testimony to not only them, but to Holocaust survivors in general. And that is really my motivation at the end of the day. Julian? Yes. Oh, good. Uh, so, so you um, obviously t- have managed to take 29 
Johannesburg-based Holocaust survivors. Um, what was the story with? I mean, I can't. I'm not asking each one's story, but in terms of what did you get from each one? Is it just the portrait? Is it the story as well? Okay, initially there was a perceived reluctance to be photographed or to even talk about it. And this is a situation that perpetuates through most of the survivors. The one common denominator being that many of them didn't speak at all about their experience, their horrific experiences, for more than 60 years, a lot of them. So when I first met them, I can't say that there was a distrust in me as the photographer, but rather a reluctance perhaps to exchange their stories and in fact to even some of them to even be photographed. So 29 survivors is not a reflection of how many survivors there were in Gauteng. Um, it, 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 it speaks rather to 29 survivors who were willing to come forward, exchange their testimonies in brief with me so that I had a written testimony to accompany their images and then to get them to start posing for me. Uh, and, you know, uh, it, it was a long, hard road. Uh, as I say, 29 does not sound like a large number. There were a lot more. There were Holocaust survivors in Pretoria um, for the last 10 years. Not one of them is still alive. The last hmm. 10 years, we haven't had one single Holocaust survivor in Pretoria. Hmm. So... I then proceeded to to photograph them, and uh, this exhibition is the result of that. How, how long did it take you to take these 29 photos? It was over a period of probably about three, three and a half years because there were logistical problems involved. There were survivor meetings which are held regularly where certain of the survivors weren't at the meeting that we'd set up where I was going to photograph. And then they weren't there the next time. There were survivors who were not well. As I say, there were survivors who only climbed on board and allowed me to photograph them at quite a late stage in the process. So it's, so it's been a long run. So, so you know what, I'm going to take our advert break here. And after the break, we're going to look at some of the stories of those survivors in terms of allowing you and being comfortable with you enough to photograph. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Julian Pockroy, who is an immigration attorney and also a professional photographer. And his exhibition, called Through the Lens of My Camera, Portraits of Holocaust Survivors, opens at the Johannesburg and Holocaust Center on the 4th of June. Um, Julian, it, it's a photograph, a portrait. It's not a photograph so much as a portrait. You must have got to know the survivors extremely well to, to develop that kind of trust and confidence to take photos of them. What was the process? The process initially was that you know, I became a volunteer, uh, let's call it a volunteer photographer, uh, because Tully is very, very persuasive, and I photographed events at the center. I photographed Holocaust survivor gatherings and meetings, and I think that a degree of comfortableness with me sort of developed. And indeed, I made friends with a lot of the Holocaust survivors. There's a Holocaust survivor who I feel so strongly about that she's literally part of my family today. And she will be uh, speaking and giving a bit of her testimony at the exhibition. And that person is Veronica Phillips. Mm. We become 
particularly close, but each and every single one of these uh, survivors that I photographed, we did develop a, a personal um, a friendship. Um, mm. And uh, yes, there was a degree of trust. Um, they did give their testimonies to me, but I wasn't there to counsel them or to to hear their testimonies, but rather to match their story to the image. So one of the things that uh, once I developed trust, and it was about logistically setting up the timing to photograph the people, but there are unbelievable stories that did come out, connections that I have developed, family of survivors that I know incredibly well, and I never knew that their parent or grandparent was a Holocaust survivor. I'd photographed them, but I didn't make the connection. Mm. So it has been an unbelievable experience and journey for me. Um, parallel to this, I was very fortunate to make contact with the descendants of, um, of my dad's cousin who had survived unbeknown to us in Lithuania, and we have a regular, regular contact. Uh, we speak, we email, we WhatsApp one another, and uh, it's been an awesome journey for me. Julian, um, I know with the Holocaust survivors that I've spoken to, to um, their stories are, you know, it's a lifetime of Holocaust experience that, that they can talk about. Do you have captions for the survivors? And if so, how do you encapsulate an experience in a caption? Okay, um, you know, I must stress again that this is a photographic exhibition. It's intended, uh, from my perspective as a photographer, to perpetuate the memory of those who have passed, to honour those that are living, and to uh, honour those who who perished uh, in the Holocaust generally. Um, so what we have done is we've added a caption to each photograph, each portrait, which basically gives the name of the person where they were born, which camps they survived, and when they were liberated or escaped. Um, I do not wish to usurp the function of the Holocaust Center or Yad Vashem, where those, um, their memories and their testimonies are, are captured. So the emphasis, obviously, then, is on the photograph and just kind of naming the, the, the person. What kind of traits? Do you have any kind of, obviously, every story is different, every person's um, history is different, their responses are different. But is there some kind of commonality among them? Uh, yes, I'm going to make a statement. It sounds dramatic. Um, we, as a photographer, I've always believed that the eyes are the window to your soul. So I focus, if you can excuse the pun, on people's eyes in any circumstance. And what I did find, despite perhaps unconscious attempts to conceal it, was the deep, deep sadness and pain mm. that exists in every single, uh, in the eyes of every single one of the people that sat for me. And it's one of the reasons why I also chose to do the unconventional and to shoot uh, against a black backdrop, uh, which is a fairly difficult lighting environment, um, to, to portray the bleak, bleak, dark times and then to use subtle lighting to bring out the person. So you will see that not some of the people are smiling, the bulk of them aren't smiling. Mm. And uh, I just, I learned to, to gauge the pain 
Hmm. And the suffering cannot pretend to understand fully Hmm. what they went through. So, Julian, the exhibition is opening on the 4th of June. It will be running until the 29th of September. Um, The public are invited to attend, but you need to confirm uh, bookings. Is that correct? That is correct. But what is going to happen now, whilst the opening takes place on on Tuesday, the 4th of June, there are going to be further sessions. Uh, We will be publicizing that. I will let you know the detail as well, um, where a different Holocaust survivor or survivors uh, will give a bit of a testimony alongside my address, which will be different and catered to each event. So there will be a series of events, probably about six to eight, between now and uh, and the 29th of, of September. Oh, that's brilliant. So you're going to have events alongside. And will you be guiding the exhibition at all, talking at the exhibition? I will be talking, as and when I'm there, but to the events, the formal events, the, the six to eight events, I will definitely be talking there. I look forward to hearing more from you, Julian. Okay, so the the um, email address for, for the Holocaust Center is d-o-w-i at jhbholocaust.co.za and the telephone number is 640-011-640-3100. Any last comments, Julian? Yes. uh, Get there, be there, support, not necessarily me, but the Holocaust survivors. They're doing an incredible job going out to schools, a lot of them talking to children about the horrors the horrors of racism and the horrors of what happened, and they're making a meaningful contribution. And I have the highest regard and admiration for them. Well, Julian, thank you so much for joining me and sharing the story, and I look forward to seeing the exhibition. I thank you so much, and your listeners must just get in there. Thank you for listening.